Hello, and welcome back to the Insecure Podcast. This is season four, episode five, Low-Key Done. I'm Ahmad, your host, and we're here with Miss Jacqueline Coley. How y'all feeling? Mr. Ural Garrett. Yo, hello, everyone. And this is it. I mean, this is this is the big comeback episode. This episode takes place the day after the block party, which apparently in the show is January 26th. This episode was directed by Lacey Duke, who, in addition to directing on Queen Sugar, one of the best shows on television, she's also directed music videos for Janelle Monet and SZA and a whole bunch of other people. And it was written by Fran Richter, who is a staff writer and story editor on Insecure. So nice to see the uh, staff getting to do some other stuff on there. Um, this was, uh, I was not expecting it to take place like immediately after, but it made sense that they, they kind of moved in slow motion for five episodes, for four episodes, or five episodes, I should say. And then they literally just kind of dropped it to the aftermath. Mm. Um, let's jump into the, the kind of before the big stuff, um, Issa getting, you know, following her good vibes only. She gets good vibes from, from Amal, her brother. Nathan has a lot of positive stuff to say. So she's getting some validations. Um, that was kind of nice. I also like thinking about the fact that right now in the coronavirus, Nathan is very much doing kitchen cuts. Because all the- <laughs> <laughs> let's keep that real. I was like, oh, see, look at them getting their barbershop done. Nathan is struggling right now. This is real life. You know, he's responding to DMs and showing up to people's houses. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is that is the thing. Somebody's going to write the, the, the movie about the, like, the hairstylist that just, like, goes through the coronavirus. Like, it's the walk. That would be produced by Tyler Perry on BET Plus <laughs> yeah. next week. Hey, some of Tyler Perry stuff on BET Plus is actually pretty decent. I, you are I remember, such a BET stand, girl. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm not. Here's the thing: it's one of those like it's one of those dark holes. Like I was like, should I do this? And then it's like, oh wow, I'm lost now. I'm just lost in it. I, I, I'm just saying, just for black people, you you go hard for BET. <laughs> most of us, most of us have just sort of had a let, live and let be mentality. We'll see you. <laughs> At the BT Awards, so long as I don't fuck that shit up. <laughs> there was a time where watching the BT Awards was like watching, like the first two, the set, not the first two, the second year of the streamies. Yeah, where you're like, something's something's going going wrong. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is. Whether it's weird voices coming from backstage or the stream dropping out it's i mean have the people uh, I, I would, go to the bet awards just to do the red carpet and dip like that's what that has become now it's like i gotta show up <laughs> and show community but i can't be around you negroes with your broke ass why y'all laughing because you know it's true where's the lie I, yeah, you know um, what? I, I, yeah, I had a seven day free little trial of BT Plus and I just took it. I was just like, I'm using the max. I'm using it to the maximum. It's okay. If we get sponsored by BT, it's definitely because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I got, hey, I got to get my trial too. I don't think me and my wife were talking about We don't remember watching the end of the Bobby Brown story. Oh, they showed you, a clip on there and I was like, neither one of us remembered an episode. So I think we watched <laughs> yeah, one episode. Let me, let me take that and back. Forgot. New edition. 
and Bobby Brown. Actually, let me let me put respect on that name. I I, I forgot about that. But absent yeah. those two, y'all hoes need to go. Sorry. <laughs> but, but thank you for showing respect. Those were probably two of the be- best productions they've done yeah. done yeah. in years. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But that was only yeah. after again um, Lifetime showed their ass and did Aaliyah before they did again. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime will eat their lunch. I mean, I considering mean, they spent serious. two day two decades making um basically Jason movies with husbands as the mm-hmm. lead, you know. Um, Mommy let me sleep you know, with but, danger. That is the whitest shit. <laughs> Black people would never my do barista, that. My barista, my tormentor. Um, yeah. No, because mama would be uh, like, if that nigga kills you, that's your fault. <laughs> 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 they, ne- they never got fear with the black girl. You know why? Because the black girl is the thing to be afraid of. Anyway, let's talk about show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Message. <laughs> uh, what's her name showed back up? Uh, homegirl, the YouTube lady from with the YouTube lady with the whole uh, oh, with, the new. The, with violent the party with girl oh. barely had a YouTube channel and already starting drama that's how you do it that's how you do it that's how you do it wait a minute though can I She's over there. Can I give this little bit of tea? I'm sorry, I don't really like it. But I interviewed Issa this past week for um for oh, Lovebirds. And all I will say is she was amazing, glowed up, beautiful. I really like Lovebirds. Y'all should definitely watch it. But also I realized, like, as I was sitting down, and I'll just say this, it's not a brag, this is truthful. I interview a lot of motherfuckers. It's sort of like it's like relationship sex after 10 years. Like, you know it's about to happen. There's nothing to get excited about. Like, this is another celebrity yes. interview. It's going to be fine. But I was so nervous interviewing her. And I realized <laughs> it's because my standship is so high. I'm an awkward black girl. She made the series. She made the book. She got that, like, you know, black girl, skinny, new money, rich shit that I'm trying to work my ass off in this quarantine to achieve. And, like, I was just like, her not liking me, like, that's a reason to leave the planet. Like, if you do a shitty Easter <laughs> like, you need to leave yeah. the planet as a black woman. <laughs> like, no. And so I was just yeah. so nervous. And I'm just like, she probably has this reaction with everyone. Because it's like, it's like Bill Hader, Issa Rae, and like Oprah. Like, I just, I can't live in a world <laughs> where these motherfuckers don't like me. Like, I will have to leave the planet. So, yeah, no, she was great. Lovebirds is great. But that uh, girl, like, being all whatever, I was like, that I couldn't do that. No. <laughs> like... I've actually been been watching the show on YouTube lately, just kind of in between episodes, and I'm still in awe of how far she came in such a short amount of time. I mean, I mean, a decade isn't a short amount of time, but in but in entertainment years, a decade isn't forever. Yeah, you know, and and it's amazing where she's gone since then. Yeah, and they always talk about Lily Singh as a YouTuber to cross over. I'm like, y'all, that is some real big Issa Rae erasure because she was like old school YouTube. Like, bef- yeah. like before bitches had yeah. sponsors. 
like mm-hmm. that is yes. how she came up mm-hmm. and and that's like y'all y'all had a full, yeah and she's had a full show yeah scripted actor yeah, yeah. like in the, the guild here like the awkward back girl uh yeah. the guild you know that when people were finally you know getting just doing yeah. scripted on youtube like yeah that was new it that was, was new. it was donald glover like they were the first ones i feel that really broke through because he did uh Derek. Yeah. yeah whatever yeah Derek comedy and then yep. they did mystery team and mis- them going from Derek to mystery team if you take out even if you you factor in the fact that he was art, you know, he yeah. was writing for Thirty Rock, and he was already doing things big on his mm-hmm. level. Still, to go from a YouTube like or like the Lonely Island to go from like YouTube mm-hmm. to that, there's not a whole whole lot of people who've done it. Him, Lisa, Kyle Mooney, who's on SNL, got to start on YouTube a while back too. Um, there's not a nope. ton of them out there. That are actually were able to successfully yeah. transition. I thought the reality. Of, I mean, they went from, from YouTube to yeah, a straight yeah, movie, yeah. a mystery team. And it's also just like it's how how much Issa has made herself like a part of like LA, cool black LA. Yes. Like literally, yeah. like I remember Aqua Black Girl, and then when I moved back to LA, like when she was like starting her, uh, when she started her Double Mid Twins group, mm, yes, like that was like that was. Like that was a moment, and then like, literally, it's like it was almost like just to watch it in real time is actually free. It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild because like, and that doesn't even count the other shows she mm-hmm. did. Like she had a show called The Choir that was pretty funny on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yep. Uh, that was her, like, <laughs> uh, uh, what was that word? Uh, oh yeah, Christian for Christ yeah. or some shit. She- <laughs> and then she also had the um the one-offs that she did like the black twitter kick it party that she did yeah just randomly yeah. that was like the funniest shit and then uh ratchet peace theater yes. like, <laughs> like and then yeah like, and then every season like that's the thing these shows that they have every season those are just youtube productions that's all that shit is it's yeah. like a really high class youtube production okay Again, yep. I- <laughs> and they're still up. They're still yeah. up. That's the best thing because everybody else, once they blew up, they took yep. every, all yep. their old stuff yeah. off. Nope, yeah. it's still up there. Like when Issa, no like when it's a video Issa describing a uh, band to make her dance mm-hmm. that I still yes! go to every now and then. Yes! Just for, for giggles. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Glorious yeah. stuff. Glorious yep. stuff there. Glorious stuff. So we catch at the beginning of the episode, we catch Issa in what appears to be a reflective period. She's kind of, she clearly took what Molly said to heart. And you see that through the whole episode, but she, she definitely took what Molly said to heart. And even if maybe she might not admit it and she's still mad at Molly, she's kind of thinking, kind of rethinking herself a little Mm. bit. So, you know, we get to see Issa tries to help parts Mm. one through three. Uh, homeboy in the car, <laughs> Charles, Charles, Charles. You know, Charles reminded me of Charles reminded yes. me of Bibby from Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> this is like senior mm-hmm. citizen Bibby. It was just like you try to help somebody out, and it's just every first of all. Um, I used to work in when I was out of high school, I was working at a store in Pasadena, and I had a co worker, and I lived in Pasadena. 
and I had a coworker and uh, I remember I was walking in the car and he was going to take the bus. I was like, Hey man, you need a ride home? He's like, sure. Hopped in the car. I did not ask him where he lived. For some reason, I assumed that if he lived, if he worked in Pasadena, he lived nearby and that there was a bus that would take him to some other part of Pasadena. Wrong. He lived in <laughs> and he would directions street by street. Oh, go down this way. Oh, yeah, head down that street. He, oh, he, turn here. And I'm thinking like, where are you going? As soon as he told you where you were going, that Greyhound, like, or that, you know, Metro. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're about to take this Negro on an hour and a half drive. That is not going to be your drive. That's like a four-hour bus drive, too, by the way. Like, Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I was like, man, how did you get home? He was like Crenshaw and Slauson, like no, halfway up no. to La Brea. And I was like, oh, boy. So that, that that's what Charles reminded me of. But we have, like, East at the market with the struggle, struggle, uh, putting hey, look, look. Which, when your when your faith doesn't match your bank account, let's talk about it. <laughs> look, 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 and it's funny that this episode pops in after you know the the lady was was asking why Issa didn't have a Latina friend yeah. like a week ago. So I thought that the the unintended timing yeah. was hilarious. But that was that was so that was that. So Issa trying to help uh pregnant lady, uh Issa mm-hmm. trying to help Charles, uh Issa buddying up with Dina's crew. Let's just talk about those bitches. Because <laughs> I'm still mm-hmm. mad. I'm See, still I'm mad. Saying, I'm gonna I have a piece to say at the end of this. We will all talk about Issa's self-reflection, but at the end of this, I'm gonna tell the team. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so we get to see Issa, Issa trying to help people and really trying to trying to do right. And I guess without, you know, without admitting it to herself, maybe feeling like like she took Molly said, like, maybe I'm being selfish. Maybe I only think about myself and and trying to put that into action while driving people across Adams, which I think it said it was La Brea, but that's yeah, that was well, Adams. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. <laughs> So um, let's talk also about um, Issa getting to spend some time with her mom, too. It was nice seeing yep. Wendy Raquel Robinson back. And um, getting, I think, after trying to help multiple people out across the span of this episode and Charles' crazy, uh, Charles crazy <laughs> friend and, and all that. Um Getting, getting to spend some time. Oh, we also we did have a nice uh, a nice conclusion to the Charles story. Yeah. That was kind of nice. And I mean, we can see that on Dad? another episode later. Yeah, that was like this is a Dr. <laughs> Phil episode. All of a sudden, what happened? <laughs> yeah, this was like a spinoff. <laughs> she it was it was a Charles mm-hmm. backdoor pilot right there. <laughs> okay. So then, then we get to the painted sip with Dina, the DC mm. girls from a uh, pretty girl country, and uh, Issa bringing the the gallo, the uh, oh, it's she bring the Carlos Rossi or the gallo, one or the other, and uh, you know making making Mm-mm. some new friends, and honestly, um, they seem adult cool, friends right? do not happen. <laughs> adult friends do not happen. You know how you befriend someone as adult? Y'all hate another bitch more than you hate each other. That is the only way. 
that adult friends happen. There's no adult friends to just be cool and kick it. Mid-30s being like, we should like partner up. No, it's mutual hatred and or maybe some professional respect. No, bitch. No. I mean, I think I've made so friends. Yes, yes. I've, I've made adult friends on like Xbox Live and like Steam. Are you calling them for bail money? That's Good point. <laughs> hey, I will say that professionally, if not for our, our combined professions, I would true. not have met but that's either what one of you. Professional, true. professional, true. You can meet people in your industry that you kick it and cool with, but like random on the street with no question yeah. other than y'all are at the same place. That shit does not happen. That is some bullshit they put in fucking romantic comedies. That is not real. <laughs> no. It, it it definitely de- did seem a little too good to be true, but it what was good about it is when they go to dinner with her. I I did think that something was up when they asked that her to drink. That was drinks, one I knew. I was like, yeah, okay, like maybe at the just thing, that's fine. Time. Hi, maybe you maybe you followed them on Instagram, but that's the most. You don't do nothing else. The minute they were like, "Come kick it with us," I'm like, "Something's wrong with these hoes." Uh. Uh-uh. Well, and they said we're going somewhere for drinks, and I'm just thinking like, Issa, your card declined oh. like an hour ago. You know, yeah. you're probably, you're feeling a little you insecure right You can afford that bottle of wine. You can barely afford that and bottle of wine. The place they went did not look. The place they <laughs> went did not look cheap. And I'm thinking, uh, I, it, there was a red flag. There was a red flag when they get when they got to the place mm-hmm. where it was. That was not a bar. Um, <laughs> so that was a little a little iffy. Um, but uh, one good thing that came out of that conversation is Issa basically talked through a career yeah. choice while she was sitting there. She workshopped it yeah. with them while she was there. And like, this is the conversation, maybe her that she was missing with Molly yeah. for the last five episodes. Um, so it, it was a little cringy. Cause you're like, this is this, this growth is amazing. This what's happening. What's happening. It's like what's happening with Molly and Andrew what's happening with Issa professionally are happening independent yeah. of each other also, when they should be. I happy. think the reality yeah. is that I think the point that was also being made was that Issa really gravitated to them because they had a respect of what she yeah. did just off yeah. the bat and they thought she yep. was cool. Yeah. yeah. No judgment. Yeah. There's no judgment, no baggage, no Issa, how come you had to ask no. for the homie hiccup and none of that. There was, yep. And they seemed impressed. <laughs> shame. <laughs> so shame. Did you think it was real um, when you so saw her beating I, their ass? Because I was like, no. That shit was funny. Really funny. But I just, I knew that that couldn't oh. be happening, though. I was just like, there's no way this is exactly what's happening. It was too much like a movie. It was too much like a movie. Well, I think, I, I think also, I think that's a, a, that's kind of a device that I think Issa kind of played yeah. with on previous seasons already. Just like the yeah. first season when she told when she tried to tell Lawrence that she had slept mm-hmm. with uh, Daniel and she yep. got slapped. And oh wait a minute. And then also and then she, when she was talking to the white lady from We Got Y'all and like one time she was like gonna go off yes. on her and it was like nah. <laughs> <laughs> And she did that in, she did yep. that in awkward black girl yeah. too. When when she yep. was the boss yep. with the cornrows. Yeah. Yeah the homeboy tra- homegirl tried to touch her hair. She did the same thing. The first yeah. version and was she cussed her out. Version. Like, um, I want to still pay my bills version. 
<laughs> Can we talk about real quick Issa's monologue in in the in the urinal? Because it reminded me of of that. Um, there was a little meme about LA and different oh, parts of LA. What type of people in, are in, were in LA? For, and that's what this conversation oh. reminded me about. <laughs> Very accurate. You've never heard. Lakewood was weirdos oh. from gangs you've never heard of. <laughs> I think um, uh, the journalista um, had tweeted it. And I saw it. And I was dying. I sent it to you, girl. Yeah. We were talking up. <laughs> but why she got why she got to clown my my town, Pasadena, <laughs> Altadena over that? She's she like, if you like Mary B, I was like, hey, look. where's the lie? Where is the lie? And as West Hollywood definitely called on my shit out. I was like, yeah, a little excuse, look, <laughs> with a little zest. my Negro, look, my young Negro, right? I didn't even know, look, I didn't even know black folks were in Pasadena until I turned twenty. Until <laughs> I turned twenty, I think Morris Day used to live up there. Rodney from there. Like my sister, uh, we, my, we my brother-in-law, like grew up in Pasadena, and I was like, really? Yeah. Like it was just like a shocker. Like it was like my eyes were open. Married, <laughs> and she didn't miss one thing though, because she left out. Yeah. Granted, because they're older, but like they're still they're students. They're students. It's like tech and all that, but yeah. And the zest, I was like, yeah, we, we're pretty fucking zesty over here on Melrose, bitch. <laughs> we are. There's a little bit of extra flavor. They they go into look, they go into Supreme, but they're like Little Wayne when he started doing skateboard. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's hey, what we're talking look, about. Look, <laughs> look, hey, look, yeah, I look, no idea. <laughs> it's a zero, yeah, yeah. She said, yep. go to LeBert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100% right. What did she say about right. yeah. That was what I forgot because honestly, I was still like cracking artsy. Yeah. Oh, artsy. Folks. Yeah. She got two of my neighborhoods, man. I got I got double time. Like, man. Because like, y'all are so moody. Like the Negroes over there, they got to like talk about their like emotional pain. I'm like, I ain't got time for you. Hey, I live, look, I live. Jacqueline, you literally have time for nothing, but you have all the time. In the I world. lived in Silver Lake for a while. I loved it. I loved Silver Lake while I lived there. Couldn't find no parking. I think I got like seven hundred dollars worth of parking tickets <laughs> in one year, oh. so I can have friends over. Uh, <laughs> when I worked in West, when I worked in Machinima, yeah. when Machinima was in West Hollywood, um. They towed my car for tickets, and they said I had owed eleven hundred dollars in tickets. Then I paid it, and then they were like, "Oh, you didn't owe that much." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I had to wait for two months for a, like a two Damn. or three hundred dollar refund from the DMV. Oh. Yeah, Machinima had had a tiny parking lot mm. in the back that none of us parked in, and then they had another parking lot four blocks down the street that half the people parked in because usually you were stuck in traffic running late and you would park as close mm. as possible and move your car four times. Oh, the one, th the one Ooh, thing I will Everybody say though is the problem I have with Silver Lake and like Los Feliz area is again, it's Austin with worse. I just can't like, I'm sorry. Like, look, 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 oh, okay. look, as being someone with yeah. some family from the same state as you, look, 
We know that. Look, Tex-Mex oh is not Mexican food. You, you, you listen, call it. You know, come on. We've me. had this conversation. Don't be before. talking about no it's, El Salvadorian. It's, it's American food with tomato paste. Co-opted. It's tomato paste. I mean, you know what? You know, it's about taste. It's just about if what you went for. So, queso, for example, I'm I, not gonna go. Okay. I will take you to Taco Cabana. You can you Where can is, order can what you want, but that is, like, that's you know, something else. LA bullshit again. Can we talk about Nathan? <laughs> I love hey, I love Taco Cabana in Houston. I that there every food. other day. Good Mexican food that has Southern flavor. I love Taco. I love Taco Cabana. I love Taco Cabana and Timmy Chang. Like that same <laughs> Taco Cabana and Timmy Chang made it to where I could live off of twenty dollars a week. Well, actually, food. speaking of food, though, that Ethiopian restaurant. <laughs> listen, you're all and and I'm not, I have been there. Like every time they put up anything on Insecure, I'm always like, oh, oh. I basically went to the Hotel Roosevelt the white Hollywood places they go to and like three places in Inglewood including the yeah. hair, the beauty shop those are like the only places I've been to but I've been to that Ethiopian place <laughs> I have been there I, and it's good it's spicy it's good I like it yeah that blocks are hilarious because yep. there's three yep. yep. Ethiopian <laughs> places two are next door and the but other one's directly across flavors. the street from each they other like, flavors though and everyone's like real life yes. it's very like um on which one you go to like i remember we went down there and one girl was like well they have better they have better sodas and this one has better this i was like y'all just need to pick one <laughs> like this is <laughs> that's the one yeah, yeah. right? the, the shops yeah, in there too, yeah. we went down there to get accessories for black panther that's why i we went down there Ah. yeah because they oh, had the, 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 the Af- there's three african shops like right there where you can get like stuff Oh yeah. Did you take our um our mutual acquaintance there? Who? Oh no, no, no. Jamie. Girl, no. No, no. I went with <laughs> oh, <laughs> girl, no. no. I was thinking like no. who else no, was no, there no, that we no, knew? No, no, no. Okay. I'm not going down that road. So anyway, <laughs> you yeah, even talk about your boy Nathan. I think they need to like honestly when she was going to the mother's house, I thought she was either gonna go to Nathan or she was gonna go to Lawrence. Like I was like, where is the D? But she went to mama's house instead. Oh. I don't know, like Nathan kind of solidified to me thing. Issa was so pressed this episode about trying to be something that Molly wasn't saying that she was, like a user or whatever. And then she says it to Nathan. He's like, yeah. no, nah, dude, you just asked for a favor. Like, it didn't, it didn't cost me anything. And, and there was none of that judgment. And I think that was, like, the yeah. thing. is like, when we finally get to the point in the episode, when Issa stops trying to be a different version of herself to please somebody else, she actually found happiness. Like, yeah. you don't have to go pretend like you would buy shit. And every time the mirror version of herself told her, I don't need to be, you don't need to be, the mirror version don't pick this Negro up. He looks yeah. crazy. Don't like buy this random girl's grocery store. She's got pampers yeah. and babies are expensive as fuck. Don't, you know, but when she finally yeah. <laughs> sat down and celebrated her win and all those people online that were saying, you did a great job. And she like, she gave 
in herself in that moment where she's just like, here, let me hook you up with the place that has the tacos. Let me hook you up with this, you know, lyricist. And the, that's her being unselfish. Yeah. Uh-huh. She just gave this really huge gift to her community. And Molly's steady trying to call her selfish about it. Like, no, I'm so done with Molly. I don't even want to watch the next episode. Molly on vacation. Molly and Cabo. I'm really like, like, no, like, yes, you call favors for your friends. You know why? Because again, who you call for bail money? They call you, you call them. That's what friendships are about. And sometimes, yes, you may give more than they give back, but the point is, is that you know it's always going to be there. That's what friendship is. There's no like tally. You don't keep score. Like it's stupid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So before we start talking about the big two, um, we I put a poll up on the Twitter, um, on the Smother Potato Twitter, and I said, when we get to the end of the episode, when Issa finally sees after she's talked to her mom, she goes to get some food and she goes to to the uh, to the Ethiopian spot. Not to uh, interrupt you. Yeah. Isn't that the same yes. spot? Is that the same restaurant that they went to for her birthday in, in the first season? I, I think, think so, Yvonne yeah. Orgy said it was. I don't remember that far yeah. back, but I think she said it was. So, oh, that's a bit of sizzle in there. So I, I asked him. I asked people. I said, uh, "Should Issa have gone in there? Yes or no?" We got. It was very close. It was 50-50 for like a whole day. And then um, now it's 55% yes, 55%. Now, what do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, if she wasn't ready to go. You know, we, we see we see that, that uh, Kelly is kind of trying to get her to like, not saying that she's either one of them or wrong, but like she's telling him, you guys need to fix this before this is permanently broken. And we do get to see Kelly non-joking this whole episode and trying to intervene. We don't see her talking to Molly. We don't get that side of the conversation. But, I mean, this episode was really focused on Issa. But Molly, I mean, Kelly's telling her, like, either fix this or this could be the end of this relationship forever. So, Euro, do you think uh, Issa should have gone? Uh, if she wasn't ready to go in, it didn't make no sense for her to do it. Yeah. I'll take a guess. What about you, Jacqueline? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go with uh, Jacqueline says no and fuck Molly on everything she knows. <laughs> um, so I I don't think it probably was the best time for her. You know, I don't think it would have. I don't know. Probably not the best time. So we'll leave it at that so but uh but people gave it uh 55 you know, people said yes forgiving so. people out there that's all i'll say look i mean look it's not that i don't want them to be friends anymore i absolutely <laughs> do but i just I, I well this is what i think is going on with the season now which i think will be interesting if they go here the first part of the season we saw what the steps and the various little steps they took to fall out now they are falling out it's yeah. either going to be one four or so episodes are either going to establish this is how they come back together or this is why they are just going to be that person that you're like, this is somebody I'm used to now. But it, it's, one of, it's yeah. one or the other. Hopefully, Hopefully it'll be a thing where they get back together and like yeah. solidify yeah. their friends. Well, I mean, I, I think it's... 
Yeah, because they could do us like like they did with Lawrence, yeah. and then we're talking about in, in a year talking about well, Ivani Orgy's not yeah. on this season. We're like, oh, yeah. And then she comes back. Yeah, for it should be six. like a Lawrence fake. We're like, you know, like maybe her and Lawrence get back together at the end of it, and then her and Molly are no longer friends, and then somehow, you know, they get back to the other side of it. Yeah. This could take some turns. You were going to say yes? Oh, I was really about to say the exact same thing. I think the point is probably just to establish tension outside of the romantic relationship and, reg- and just more so to her actual relationship with essentially someone who yeah. is her best friend in the sense. I'm also think I'm in a different yeah. position with this right now because oh. one, I've had to do this. I had a 13-year friendship where I was like, this is this this is not it's not giving me any positivity and I see so because you know when you're a fuck up and then you're no longer a fuck up and trust me I was a fuck up for a while um <laughs> like 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 I rushed through school graduated school very young and then I just got drunk for seven years and seven years of getting fucking around is not good for anybody <laughs> Sounds fun it though. Fun, Sounds fun. But it also makes it to where when you hit your 30s and you're trying to not everybody is wanting you to do so, right? But the but the one thing I will say is like uh, yeah. to break up with a friend, it sucks. There'll be a moment where I think about her and I'm like, oh, I hope she's doing well. But that does not mean that person needs to be in your life. Like it just I actually a friend of mine is yeah. going through that same situation right now, and it's the same situation. If if somebody is not your biggest cheerleader, they don't need to be on your team. It's just that simple. And if you can't look at a person, and if she needs Andrew to tell her, hey, you know, you might want to check your attitude right now. This is a very big deal, and go be happy for your friend. Like, like she needed instructions. Like, no, yeah. no, to be happy for. Her. So she's not to on your team, and it's her. okay. But she is not on your team. Hate her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are facts. These are facts. It'll be interesting to see how this wraps up. Um, in a note, uh, we got to we see yeah. Kim Fields is gonna be in the next episode, so I'm happy. I sat in two rows in front of her at um the Cinerama Dome when I was a little kid for the Muppet. Wow. Of all wow. I was like, who is getting behind us? Um, and I, it was also nice hearing "Relax, Relate, Release" from a uh, different world, yeah. the, the famous Whitney and uh, Deborah Harry quote. Um, uh, so next week is Cabo. We'll see. We'll mm. see what a what a Molly centric episode is. We haven't had had these kind of breaks where it was like single character focus outside of Issa anytime recently. Yeah, not this season. I have a prediction yeah, that I will be mad that. at the end of that episode. Um, That's all my predictions. You're going to be mad before the episode. Like, I mean, that's my get prediction. Molly, man. Get on the team and get gone, man. Get on the team. Because <laughs> yeah. you know you're going to have to be with her on yes. the plane first. Yeah. Uh, this. <laughs> um, and she also has her, her uh, HBO yeah. comedy special coming up in June. So watch it for that. All right. So we will check this out next week. We'll see where this where the Cabo trip goes and 
I wonder if we'll get a tiny bit of um, Kelly's conversations with Molly, since we know she's talking to both or not. Um, Mr. Euro Garrett, where can we find you? And you wrote a book a long time ago, and you never mentioned this podcast. I think you should plug your book. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, a little small, little horror novella available nice. on EuroG.com if you want to know everything about me. Um, another one's coming soon or eventually. Um, <laughs> soon or eventually. Another one coming soon. Um, Instagram, EuroG323. <laughs> Twitter, EuroG. Miss Jacqueline, uh... where can they find you on television? <laughs> On the web, yes. On the various <laughs> media distribution platforms that we seem to find you in, because I feel like I've seen you on every screen, big and small, from the movie theater Man. to my television screen to my phone. Go, there, there the go. People know what you I'm blessed that Rotten Tomatoes keeps me very booked and busy, so you can check me out there in a lot of places. But the best place to find me is still at that Jacqueline on all platforms. I thank y'all for bigging up me. And let's just be happy that, you know what, we got this episode of television to talk about, and it is melanated and amazing. And even though Molly is messy, that is still amazing. It is. (laughs) (laughs) That is a perfect way to end this episode. Thank you guys so much. I enjoy talking to you guys every week. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Rate us on iTunes stars all of that we're on spotify on stitcher on google Podcasts, all the places that you can find the podcast just look us up for the insecure podcast by smothered potato podcast and we will be there Mm -hmm. thank you so much and good night